Girl Daily podcast, written by Stephanie Bond, narrated by Tegan Ashton Cohan, produced by Propeller Sound Studios. November 9th, Thursday. I was eating a bag lunch in the park, studying the picture of the man leaving Elena's car. I planned to show the photo all over Triangle Point if I had to, but I was hoping something would jog my holy memory and I'd remember where I'd seen him without getting anyone else involved or inadvertently tipping him off. Detective Terry's warning he could be a dangerous man wasn't lost on me. I wasn't trying to be a hero. I chewed, trying not to look at the front of Charlie's restaurant and think about his private dinner date last night with Megan. Tried not to wonder if it had morphed into a sleepover and sleeping in. A few yards away, a group of kids gathered around a picnic table with a pizza box and opened the lid to share. They were the same kids I'd given money to in the music store the day I'd asked questions about Penny and Amy. One girl, the rest boys. I dearly hoped she had someone in the group looking out for her. Then I noticed the dark-haired boy, the handsome streetwise kid, hovering close to her. I hoped that was good. I wadded up my lunch bag, tossed the trash, and walked over to them. Hi, remember me? Yeah, a couple of them said, their eyes wary. I was just wondering if you've seen Penny or Amy around. They all shook their heads. They're not coming back, the girl said. Coming back from where? She shrugged. Wherever they went. The same place your other friends went? More shrugs. We don't know. They just disappeared. Do you know if Penny's real name was Penelope? I think it was, the girl said. She had a bracelet with the name Penelope on it. The dark-haired boy elbowed her, then gave her a pointed look. Penelope Essex, I pressed. She never said her last name. She mumbled. Do you guys know Roy Lipton? You're asking a lot of questions, the girl's boyfriend said. Are you paying for answers today? I checked my wallet. I don't have any cash, but here's a book of stamps. I pulled it out and set it on the table. Why don't you each write a letter home? Ain't got no home, the boy said, his expression challenging. I inclined my head. Roy's gone too, one boy piped up. You mean left town? I guess. He bounced as soon as he got out of jail. Okay, one more question, I said, then pulled out the photo of the man from the video. Have you ever seen this man? They looked. Then they each shook their head. What did he do? The girl asked. Maybe something bad, I said. Lady, that's everyone walking around, the dark-haired kid said, and the other kids laughed. My phone rang, and when I pulled it out, my heart rate picked up to see my former boss Portia's name come up. Okay, thanks, I called to the kids, then walked away to connect the call. This is Della. Della, hi. This is Portia. Hi, Portia. How are you? Confused. 
I told you I was working behind the scenes to make things happen. And now I have this letter in my hand that reads like some kind of veiled threat? I sighed. Portia, I don't want to threaten you or the company, but I'm strapped for cash and I have bills to pay. I haven't taken another full-time job because I believed what you told me about being hired back, but I need my bonus check to live on until that happens. I hear you. Things are a little hectic here. Please just give me a few more days to make something happen. How long? Until the end of the month. I hesitated. But what choice did I have? I could sue, but that would take forever. And if I did receive my bonus, it would be eaten up in legal fees. Okay, but just until the end of the month. Then I... We'll have to regroup. Thank you, Della. I know you're a woman of your word. And so am I. I disconnected the call, feeling powerless. Was it too much to ask that something in my life go the way it was supposed to? On the other side of the park, a red flash caught my eye. Megan's luscious red Mercedes convertible. She was driving and Charlie was in the passenger seat. She pulled up in front of his restaurant and he climbed out, waved, and went inside. My mouth moved into a wry frown. I wondered how Charlie's tongue was feeling today. Ooh, just one more not supposed to be happening thing. Jealousy over a chubby chef. Stephanie Bond, author of the Temp Girl Daily Podcast. If you know of someone who might enjoy the story, please share a screenshot of the podcast. It's your support that helps to grow the Temp Girl audience. Thank you so much. And come back tomorrow for another episode of Temp Girl. Temp Girl.